Hello. Heyo. All right. It works. Yo mama. <laughs> I didn't know you could change it. That's rude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I realized that they forced me to type in my name now on this new and improved anchor deal. So I uh, oh, sticking it to the man. Yeah. Yeah. COVID-19s. Yep, you bet. Well, welcome to the Alex Cora Center for Kids for who want to learn how to hit better. I forget. It's only that's all who I can read. Who can't hit good or something like that? And who want to do other cool things good? I don't know. <laughs> it's a little long-winded. <laughs> yeah, ESPN would not let me type all that. Um, so welcome. We don't really have a an agenda, but there's so much going on hourly. Uh, it seems the news just continues to update. So we're going to talk about a lot of different things here, but it is the first podcast of our live season. So that's pretty cool. We made it. We got that going for us. Yeah. Um, how's everyone feeling? (laughs) As good as I can feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome right now, but I'm not feeling good about the future. I agree. I, I'm like, I gotta say, like, I'm happy watching it, and I'm still, I still don't have like the fantasy. You know, I used to like go to it maybe four times a day. I'm, st- I'm like, oh, a fantasy lineup. I forgot. You know, I'm kind of not in the mode yet. Still, it's weird. Yeah, because you know, um, whenever you log on, you're gonna see a red exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. One, probably a couple usually. <laughs> Several. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, always a Yankee. Well, no, not a Yankee, but a Philly. Now Blue Jay. We're getting a lot of different teams. And Cardinals and Brewers. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was surprised they didn't shut down the the Twins like they did the Phillies. Who'd they play that got? The Cardinals were just, were just at Minnesota. Oh, okay. So if, I thought that the same train of thought would be – but I guess – there is no, yeah. there is no train of thought. Exactly. That's just there's. They're just saying, "Eff it, we're just gonna go see what happens." Dude. That's what their strategy so, is right now. Rosenthal just released an article, a an essay or whatever. He's just updating it seems daily on the athletic, and he just said that there basically is no plan. Why did they? They're changing on the go, which you kind of. He was giving both sides of the argument, saying it's okay to make changes you know, as things go, but the actual original plan was to have these 60 man rosters to then plug in these people to replace the potential COVID positive players. But that's not what happened with the Marlins. They kind of pushed ahead, but with positive players on the field. And now with the Cardinals, Brewers, they had the positive ones, and they postponed the game, which is a complete 180 from the original plan, which Rosenthal said if there were positives, they, those guys would be quarantined, but then they would just fill in the spots with these reserves. But that's not what's happened. Well, they and now – Railed. Yeah, and also – like now also the players are dictating what's going on more, it sounds like, than the organizations or the league. Um, like the Marlins – had a group text to decide who if they were going to play or not. It sounds like um, before Saturday, and they played this weekend, and then uh, 
the Nationals were the ones the players decided they weren't going to fly to Miami. And then we have Manfred coming out and saying, hey, Tony Clark, you have to do a better job. (laughs) To which we say, we have to do a better job? No, Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, that's that's like a tweet that I send. Not Rob Manfred. Right. He's worst commissioner in all of sports. It's not even close. It's sad. I thought he was okay, and then he said the piece of metal and the zero, what I deem, zero penalty for the Astros. That started his downward spiral, and he's not gaining any ground here. Yeah, his responses on everything are pretty much like, just get off my back about it. Yeah, do yeah, I have to worry about this? Yeah, it's not my job. Um, that, that literally is your job, everything in baseball. So I don't know why you're complaining. Well, what's the first topic? What do we want to talk about? I know we kind of just went off there. That might've been a couple of our topics, but yeah, I mean, we can just go in on how they're handling everything for a little bit. Uh, I know we all have issues with that. So, yeah. So the Rosenthal article actually was eye-opening to show that they're changing on the spot whereas other leagues it looks like they're like nba is they started yesterday two days ago oh last night yep okay so they're off and running and there haven't been any issues besides the strip club incident that i read about right the one guy yeah and even that didn't draw any positive tests or anything like that so when you got to get some wings you got to go where you love to go and Lou Williams just wanted to go where he knew what the best wings were, and that was Magic City. In Atlanta. <laughs> yep. He's in Orlando. He well, drove he all had, the way to Atlanta? Well, he, he was dealing with uh, family matters. So he, he got a per- excused uh, permission to exit the bubble, and then he did deal with family matter, whatever that means, and then decided he wanted to go eat that night, and that's where he likes. That's where his favorite wings are, is the strip club. So he went. He was like a. He went there to pick them up. Maybe got you know saw a few dancers or something. Don't know, but uh, that's where he wanted his wings from. Well, and is he? I heard he's in quarantine, or is he back now? Uh, he's. I think he's quarantined right now. I don't think they played tonight, though. I'm not sure. They uh, the Clippers played last night, so he missed that game. But I think their whole thing was when it's an it, it, they essentially flipped it to an unexcused exit of the bubble, and it's like a ten day quarantine at that point. Because yep. even though it's, when when it's excused that as long as you test negative each day, you can come right back in or something like that, or have a shorter quarantine period when you come back into the bubble. But since it essentially flipped to an unexcused deal, since you went to the strip club, it's like a ten day thank you quarantine sort of deal. Yeah, I guess because they can't contact trace him because he went to unrestricted places, I guess is how they're wording it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then NHL starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in kind of a bubble, but they're in Canada, right? Two bubbles. Okay. Two bubbles, yep. And it's not every team. No, they. No, I understand. Yeah, they got just picking up right at the playoffs. 
Well, they, they, they essentially they essentially expanded the playoffs. So, like, the one through four seeds where the when the season stopped, they're, like, playing for seeding amongst themselves, and they expanded it from to five to the 12 seed, and then they paired each other up from there and made it only a five-game series then to get to their normal 16 where they're going back to the seven game. Did it disconnect for you? Yeah. No, that was weird. Sorry, but I got I got your text right before it did. Like Paul was still talking, and then it disconnected. He's probably still talking. There he is. Now it's a different name. Bend over. <laughs> I thought it was like, damn it, Dave. Did it disconnect for you, Paul? Uh, yeah. I mean, I actually like it disconnected. Like, and your your text came through right at the same time for me. So same. Twenty twenty won't even let us podcast. Jeez, we can't be stopped. <laughs> All right, back to – let's get back on baseball. We were talking about hockey. No one needs to talk about hockey. Yeah, so going off of hockey and NBA, I think that's the biggest issue uh, for baseball right now is the other league's goal was to have zero cases, and baseball built in more so they could deal with cases rather than trying to avoid having them, and I think that's the issue they're having. Well, you made a yes. pretty good point, Mike, about how player safety was not the forefront, even though that's what they're quoted as saying, right? Yeah, I mean, like, NBA, they uh, expanded the rosters maybe a little bit, but baseball was like, let's double the roster size and just deal with the cases, rather than, like, let's cut the cases down. And that mindset, obviously, it's it should it's showing it's not going to work if they're if that's how they're going about it. Yeah. And but I think it's some of it's self-inflicted too on the player's side because they they initially threw out the whole like bubble or like a few bubbles or pod sort of things and that the players didn't want to do that at all. So they didn't even go down that road more like seriously because the players wouldn't go to like a pod deal. So it's also a little bit of a self-inflicted thing where they wouldn't consider the whole bubble concept or pod system or whatever you want to call it. Um, like the other sports are doing right now. Yeah, and I think that's something they could easily even, which Sorry. they might end up doing, they could even just do, hey, let's just do New York, L.A., and Chicago, and let's just play in those three cities because we have two ballparks in all those cities, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I feel like they've already gone too far now. And there's like, oh, yeah, turning back this season. Well, they could also like for the playoffs, do something like that and go that route, because, again, they're just all they're doing is just flying by the seat of their pants. They have no clue what they're doing right now. So it's not to say that they can't do like a bubble for the playoffs or at some point further down the line sort of thing. Or once you get to a certain round of the playoffs sort of deal or something to that effect. So, yeah. And real real quick while I'm thinking of it, like so Mets just played a four game series against Boston. They played two games in Fenway and then flew to New York and played two games in New York. Like, why? (laughs) Yeah. Same for the Rays and Braves. They did the home and home two and two. Yeah, and it's just, it's, they need to cut the travel down as much as possible. Yeah, it's, well, it's just a bad leadership, flawed plan. I mean, I mean, other, like, 
I know it's not the same over in England, but like the Premier League, they were they're traveling around. It's obviously not as much as what baseball's doing or that sort of thing, but it's still travel. Yep. So like it can be done, but our our country's obviously not doing what it needs to do to try and keep this in check, and then players aren't taking it super seriously. Because obviously, I saw a report come out. I didn't read into it to see how they didn't follow protocol, but it set the whole Miami thing was because they're just nonchalant, just not following even the the shitty protocols that they have set up, sort of deal. So yeah, I actually went um, and watched the Phillies Marlins game from like opening day, and the Marlins, yeah, they're all in the dugout and they're all right on top of each other. It's um, and I've seen like people, other teams high-fiving with their feet, wearing masks in the dugout. Like, I'm watching the Twins and Indians right now, and they're all kind of masked up in the dugout. I think the Marlins scared a few few teams, hopefully, and now they're, they want to just keep playing baseball, so they're going to try their best to follow these rules. Yeah, I also noticed um, some teams have started doing, if the pitchers, uh, starting pitchers aren't going to have a turn, um, they're just staying put until the teams come home. Oh, okay. That's smart. I, I saw the, it was one Nationals game when they were playing before they shut it down this weekend, but, like, Scherzer and, like, Anibal Sanchez were, like, up off in the stands. They were, like, six feet apart, but they weren't even near the dugout. They're just kind of, like, watching the game up in the stands sort of deal. Yeah. So I don't know why people, especially the starters, I mean, like, you can get some people out of there if they still want to be at the ballpark around the team. There's ways to be around that and be smart about it. Yeah, there's plenty of open seats. <laughs> yep. It's weird to see. The... It's so weird to watch and see no one there. Yeah, and it's even more bizarre if you watch like a Fox broadcast because from the home plate cam, they have the virtual fans. And then on the replay, there's no fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like what's that? Yeah. Twilight Zone, Black Mirror type shit? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the digital people are weird. It's pointless. Like, why are you wasting your time doing that? It's like just, it is what it is. Yeah, that's a job. Creating jobs, Paul. I I guess one person is punching <laughs> up some CG stuff. Yeah, he's hitting cheer, boo. <laughs> Faster. Yeah. Efficiency. Um. All right, let's go to our league for a second. Let's talk roto. I hate um, it. You hate it? Ooh, there it is. I, it's fine, but I, every game I watch, I hate everyone that's not on my team. Whereas before, I could just root for everyone besides the person I was playing against. Interesting. Valid. Valid. I see what you're saying there. I, it's, it's been fun these first couple weeks because everybody's fluctuating so much since we're all bunched together since we just started off. I think once it gets further in the season, it won't be as kind of fun to see everybody drop and rise as much as we, everybody has been because everybody will kind of space out a little bit on the, the different stats. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just all – I think it's, we can all agree that Tom's already out. <laughs> um, Definitely. It's just, it is weird. I'll be honest. Like the first time, I didn't know what was happening. But now that I'm actually looking at it on the laptop, it's a lot easier to kind of see. Um, and from what I've read, when we were making this change, most fantasy baseball leagues actually do this. They do roto. And we're kind of in the minority when we do head to head. But 
I like head to head because we're maybe we're used to it. Maybe we'll like this one if we can make it through the season. But um, I'm kind of getting used to it now. With like, it took me a while to be like, is one good or twelve good? But I now know twelve's good. Oh. And we got fucking Kyle Turner leading. He's crushing. Yeah, crushing everybody. He's the villain already. <laughs> yeah. I- he- Cespedes, who's been you know performing even tonight, he got a two out, two run double. I turned that game off right after that hit. That was just probably his third hit. Then he's not really producing that much. Only against the Braves, it seems. Yeah. I, I yeah, do well, like every the, time uh, I look down, it's the Braves again. Like, leave us alone. <laughs> I do like the the OPS edition. That's a nice one to to have instead of the other stuff we had. So that was a very yeah, good, I agree. Uh, improve, I agree. That was very good. Very good change. I like it too. It gets us. I think we're in the now twentieth, twenty first century here. Yeah, and, and honestly, like I like the roto kind of a little bit. So maybe this is you know we were trying to figure out like, hey, let's figure out different ways to, to split up our money a little bit more. So maybe when we get back to normal next year, we we have the normal head to head league because that's fun with like you know the fun competition and calling people out each week, sort of that fun angle of it. But you, maybe we have a second roto league that's just kind of like a secondary thing. Um, whether we keep the same players that we drafted for head-to-head or just do a different league and almost have two simultaneous. I don't know if people will be up for that or not, but that might be kind of fun. That's interesting. Two different ones. Someone said there's a head-to-head Roto League. Like, you could do both together. Oh, just kind of... Oh, you just do points. Yeah, just points head-to-head. Yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't available. Like, I couldn't find... It wasn't an option that I saw, but... I was also sweating it out because I had to actually re. You probably got some emails, but it was like I had to reset the draft, and then I took screenshots of everyone's team, and I had to like reassign them to everyone's team in order to get it to do roto. Yeah, if there's anybody out there, uh, Eric Thames is the player of destiny this year, so I'm going to go pick him up. That's right, Mike. I had to call you and be like, "Who do you want to drop?" Yeah, he got healthy on the wrong day. Um, but yeah, Roto is interesting. It's going to change a lot. It seems right now you said it's all bunched together, but I, you know, Kyle's team hopefully won't perform like this. Uh, his pitching seems pretty high. It's pretty good. My team has yet to hit as we can say, Tom's team and mine do anything. Yours is dead. Yeah, you're right, Mike. Yeah. Your team's not hidden. I'm looking at the no, list. I've had. I mean, I've had to keep dropping and picking people up just because to make sure I have people on the field for games. Well, how's your team doing? Your your well, well, offensively is doing really well, and then these last couple days, I've fallen off the face of the earth and gone like one for twenty something last night and tonight. Before I got on here, I was like zero oh for eleven or something like that. So. Hitting a little bit of a rough patch, but y'all y'all messed up giving moving into a roto league because there's no limits on ads and drops. So homeboy over here is just free free flowing with ads and drops all day. Not I, even just on the pitching side anymore. I did see that. So you have 22 moves already, <laughs> and the this... next closest is eight, and that's Dan. Uh, I'm telling you, you're feeding into my my theory over here. I get to. Well, no, you took I, and, and you're taking advantage of the situation because we knew we had to have unlimited moves this year. 
because of the injuries. So I didn't I didn't know is is that like a normal roto thing or is that because I've I, I picked up a couple other roto leagues just because I've never done it before just to kind of have some you know get used to it and there's no limits in those either. I don't think there's a limit in a roto league unless you like no, actually no. set it. I, I don't think so. I've definitely set it, which I think I had set it also in head to head. I think it was already. What was it last year? I don't even remember. What is it? Well, it's seven last year. Seven per like matchup. Oh, okay. Since there's no matchup, so I mean, you could set like. Nah, a we don't. Button. We don't need to. We don't need this year. There, you can't do it this season. There's just well, too much influx. Yeah, for for sure. And I did see that there was a limit on starts that you could have, though. There's only like mm. an eighty something number on total starts that you can have. So like, if I just like added, picked up every day, I'd probably run out before the end of the year so i gotta watch it a little bit where i can't like do that too much before the end of the year and run out of available starts so that was also they had it lower i manually made it higher to make it it averages out to like 12 starts a week gotcha um it would ooh, cold one heard it oh yeah i just yeah. um yeah so you can alter it again it was like first I'm like Manfred here, flying by the seat of my pants, just trying to get it going. Um, but yeah, are- Dave's just gonna—he's gonna turn on us at any minute and just tell us <laughs> to fix it. Just- yeah, that's right. Hey guys, you need to figure the league out. Yeah, Let's you go. figure it out. <laughs> um. Well, let's see. I mean, this is a good trial run. Even if it like ends tomorrow, we can see if we like Roto. That's what, yeah. This it's the perfect. This is the perfect season for us to try Roto out. Because, I mean, why not? It's true. Yeah, for sure. And I'll 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 throw that suggestion out. Maybe do like one of each, or because again, I like that head, but it is kind of cool with the Roto. So maybe that's where we split off just a smaller portion of that pot to be like whoever wins Roto or whatever like that. Maybe. I do like head to head. I miss going, you know, like texting on the side. You know, that's this is just against everyone it's a little different to get used to i'd say but change is hard as we can see in america so mm-hmm. let's talk about joe kelly <laughs> let's do it so i didn't know until the next morning i don't know if you guys saw it that night did you watch or hear about it the night of no i saw it the following day I I saw it. I didn't watch it live, but I I saw it on Sports Center that night, so I knew it happened just a little bit after the actual uh, incident. So it didn't like he threw behind Bregman first, right? So he walked him. He was behind three zero, and then just said, "Fuck it," and thrown at his head. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome because John Boy paused it to show Bregman's reaction, and he was legitimately scared. I think he wasn't even like a fuck. Joe Kelly, it was a, I'm scared. That was scary. Oh, who's on a 3-0? Who's ready for that? <laughs> um, let me just say I have zero sympathy for the Astros. It's weird, the primal instincts that have come out of me. When, when I saw it the next morning, I was like so excited for Joe Kelly and for baseball. Like, I, I came into this season hoping to watch a lot of Astros games and see fans booing teams throwing at him, teams, like, giving him the finger, like, and then it, you know, nothing happened. We were, like, kind of, I feel as baseball fans, we were dicked over by COVID even more because the Astros kind of got away with it more. And then 
Joe Kelly reminded everyone that he still remembers. Yeah, he was he was on the Red Sox team that that seventeen year that lost that that lost uh, throughout that uh, that that run. So he had a firsthand kind of. He wasn't on the Dodgers at that point, but still the, the Red Sox got kind of screwed over by them. Well, that's too. good to know. I didn't realize that. That's so he's technically he probably came into the Dodgers dugout and they're all angry anyway. And he's like, "Yeah, me too." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then he exactly. Well, Walked Guriel, I saw, but he kept throwing over. John Boy did a good job of showing how he was like getting under Bregman's skin, just keep whipping it over to pick him off. And then the real one was Correa, and it was a slot, a curveball. But you know, with curveballs, you always think it's not on purpose. So I wonder if he actually. Yeah, I mean. That's the that's this thing with the the girly girly L one that was close that made him play Damn ball twenty twenty play ball <laughs> we need it I'll I'll put cute transitions so this will seem like we planned it perfect um let's see Pat McCrotch I almost want to <laughs> just to see what he's got in the bank yeah. <laughs> Just to so test them. Like, what was the last thing we talked about? Correa was up, and then I said I could only hear myself at that point. But yeah, it basically yeah, because it was a curveball. He has an excuse. Basically, he has an out to say yeah, it was a curveball. I'm wild. But, yeah, and then he strikes him out, and then he's walking back to the dugout, and then I guess he was letting him know it was on purpose. It was just. Let's just fast forward to the eight game suspension. That is egregious. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, even for even if he does have like a history of being an instigator, it's like that's a lot. It is. And now we have to he appealed, so I wonder if he'll win at least get shaved some games off of that, but I love that Mike, you bought that shirt? Yep. I bought it immediately. I had a friend send it to me and then Paul, you sent it and I was like, It's huge. People everybody's gonna sell out. Yeah, I'm always looking for baseball tees like that, like <laughs> minimalistic baseball tees. I'm all about it. Yeah, maybe we should buy that for the winner of this league. You can get a Joe <laughs> Kelly Chive shirt. There you go. <laughs> um, but no, also, that... how how awesome is it that we're going to get to see the Dodgers and Astros play a bunch this year? Say that again. I you broke up. What is it? The Dodgers and Astros are going to be playing a lot more. Are they? Yeah, they're going to have at least one more series, I think. Probably two. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's clear. I wanted Kershaw to pitch because he was – I know he. I don't think he'll throw at anyone, but he's definitely angry still. Um, but it, I would love to see more of those. I'll watch those. Those are – and Joe Kelly might – he'll be unsuspended by then. He'll be reinstated by then. Um. Also, I wanted to point out that there's now rumors that his viral video over the summer of him breaking his window practicing was just a long con to be able to say he's a wild grower. <laughs> I saw that on John Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> and then hey, his wife solid, like, it. Yeah, solid plan. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he's playing 3D chess right now. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, 
Well, I think that was really good for baseball. I think it united everyone outside of the Astros. I mean, everyone was like, yeah, remember them? Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. The Astros were like, shit, now everyone remembers. Yep. Yeah. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Anything else here? Any other points? Uh, I just wanted to kind of shout out Jacob deGrom. Um killing it for the Mets as usual uh, was throwing 101 in the first inning the other night. Oh my God. Uh, so his velocity has increased the last four years, every single season. So he's the opposite of Mike Fulton. Yeah, that's right. And is he like, Oh, and two right now, or what's his record since he's, I don't know. He's not on my team. He's just <laughs> on my favorite team. What's you yeah. should know. Yeah. What's his, you should at least know his record. Who, DeGrom? Yeah. I don't deal in absolutes, Paul. Okay. 1-0? There's no way he's 1-0. It's impossible. He he plays for the Mets. Well, he didn't get the loss last game. That doesn't mean he didn't get the win, though. That doesn't matter. No, he has a... He doesn't have... He has two no decisions. (laughs) Because he pitched against the Braves. He only gave up one hit through five. But I guess the Mets hadn't scored by then because they ended up winning that game. Yeah, they, they won like one nothing, or so. and then Boston he gave up two earned runs through six, but no decision. And just one other pitcher I wanted to shout out. Um, the only reason I'm not in twelfth right now, Shane Bieber, uh, on the season, fourteen innings pitched, twenty seven strikeouts, zero earned runs, one walk. He's a stud. They're saying he's a Cy Young candidate. He's awesome. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, people were calling out the Royals because he was the first. His first game was against the Royals and was mowing everybody down. But they, yeah, did. I can did it to who, the Twins. Yeah, the Twins, and they're actually a very good, you know, offensive team. So it's not just yeah. uh, not just them being crappy. No, well, he was. Well, aren't the Royals kind of hitting though? Uh, yeah, Mikel Franco, you know, Phillies castoffs leading the team in dingers. Uh, we got some, we got some offense going on. Yeah, Man. Bieber, Bieber made them look worse than they are, probably. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. But, but everybody just thought they were really bad, like they normally are. But it wasn't yeah. the case. He's just making everybody look bad because he's in the zone. You, um, the, I just heard a stat that the Tigers currently are leading the league in home runs with fifteen. Wow, they're they were not picked to win. <laughs> Tell anyone that. Yeah, yeah. The Central is going to be a big tickle fight. The MLB's, t- you know, effing around trying to give the the Royals a chance to make the playoffs by giving half the league a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, and also teams just going nah, disqualified. <laughs> exactly. Um, anything else for the good of the cause before we tell people what we're listening to or watching? Does anyone feel bad for the Phillies? Mm. Yeah, sure. Oh, Mike, I expected you to be like, no. Nope. Oh, it's the Mar. It's the Marlins' fault. It's not their yeah. fault. Yeah, it's collateral damage at that yeah. point. Yeah, they just caught a caught some shrapnel. I will laugh about it for years if they don't <laughs> play here. I'm t- I'm telling you though, they're gonna play. They won't play for a little while, and then they'll pl- start playing in breaks, and they'll just play less games. But it'll just be off win percentage, and they'll win the East somehow, probably. 
I wonder yeah, how that'll work if they have to make that decision. Don't leave it up to Manfred. That's what the, that, that sounds like the decision. Like I know they're trying to do the double header things to make things up, the seven inning double headers to try and make games up. But if it's not, they're going to have to just go by win percentage and not care that other teams played more or less games or whatever it is. Yeah, and ultimately this season, there's probably going to be teams that are going to have something to complain about at the end of it, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so, Paul, what you watching? What you listening to? Uh, well, we're about ready to start up the newest um, uh, Last Chance You on uh, Netflix, so we got that in the queue. Ready Good to watch show. That one. Mm-hmm. Yep, so a new, new team to follow this year, the last – football uh, one before they moved to the basketball juco ranks to continue on the series but uh excited to get that one started haven't started yet but that's uh, the one we're gonna kick off next is that following the same team do you know uh no it's a new team so they did two years of like east mississippi and then two years of an independence community college in kansas and now they're out and i can think a school in oakland or something for one year before they pick a basketball team to do the same thing with um Mike, what you got? I uh, recently went back and watched uh, Vikings from History Channel. Uh, big fan of that show. I've heard of it. I need to watch that, I think. I would like it. I think. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and then I started do- doing some reading on it afterwards to see how much. It's pretty accurate, um, but most of it's like, it's so old, the stories that who knows what's real and what's fake in the history of it. So the beards are real. Oh, yeah. Um, what are you listening to? Anything? Uh, actually, still listen to the RTJ3. Who was um, Oh, <laughs> no. I stopped listening to that after we did the podcast about it <laughs> immediately. <laughs> No, run the jewels three. Still, still, uh, listen to that. Is that good? Yeah, it's really good. Tom's been yelling at me about it, so I should probably listen to it. Yeah, you should probably listen to Tom. He's getting pretty big. Is he? Yeah, I worked out with him yesterday. He said that you came over. That's yeah. Sweet. He's making making me feel small. Well, his personality does that too. He's so damn That's smart. True. It's true. Um, I watched Hamilton, and I was obsessed on Disney+. Plus. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I have Disney+, Plus, but I haven't watched that yet. Uh, it's a big chunk of time, three hours, but uh, I watched it over like a two-night span. And I'm telling you, the music is amazing. It's like perfect. Uh, you just get... It has a little bit of everything. The humor is really it's really funny in there too. So I would highly recommend that to anyone that hasn't watched it. And then um I actually read a book called Ball Four, written by Jim Bouton or Booten. Uh, and Keith and Lute read it too. And um he was a pitcher for the Seattle Pilots back in nineteen sixty nine. It was an expansion team. And they only lasted one year and then they moved to Milwaukee and became the Brewers, but he was a uh, he used to pitch for the Yankees, and he was really good, won some World Series games for him in, like, 63. And then he tried to switch over to, like, a knuckleball pitcher while he was on the Seattle Pilots. And then he – I don't 
before I go on, do you guys know this? Have you heard of him yet? Any, any ball four, Jim Booten? Uh, just what you you showed me about the book. That's pretty much it so far. Okay. So got he's, he basically wrote notes throughout the 1969 season, just jotted them down, conversations he had with other players, thoughts he had, things. He was reiterating things that went on during the game. He was a bullpen pitcher, so a lot of shit talking from the bullpen. And he just revealed a lot of information that normally was not put out there by baseball players or any professional athlete, I guess. So when it was released, he was like blacklisted from MLB. Commissioners were like called him in the office, told him to like sign something so you can't continue like publishing this book. And he like said no. He's really honest and actually kind of a really good guy. You can see he was a really intelligent person who had progressive thoughts so you were kind of like liking how he wrote but he revealed things that definitely should not have been revealed so the amount of speed called greenies uh that they were taking in order to get like pumped up for a game they were like this guy doesn't have it tonight you can see it in the bullpen then he came out and was throwing fire and they were like what happened to him he took four greenies before the game so dudes are just lit up out there throwing uh oh jacob Degrom. yeah we don't know <laughs> you got to assume he's taking them now. Okay? I at this point just assumes everyone's taking something. <laughs> yeah, this was the steroids before. Steroids. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, he talked about like players' wife swapping on the road, uh, drinking in the dugout, drinking after the game, like in the locker room, drunks. A lot of interesting stuff that probably shouldn't have been revealed but it was so honest that you almost had to respect it. And then it's listed as an American classic. So I highly recommend it to any baseball fan. Um, Really interesting and kind of like a, it's a longer book, like 350 pages, but it's like really quick chapters. It's like days of the year throughout the season. And it's quick, like two pages a chapter. But anyway, highly recommend. It was really cool. Nice. Have to check that out. Yeah. For sure. Um, All right, let's try and do this again soon. If we still have, I mean, we can do it weekly again. Maybe we'll have more to talk about after a week. Yeah, and if the season gets canceled, I'll just keep recapping the simulated season on Baseball Reference. That's true. You should actually update it. We'll have a better agenda next time. That would be a good good idea to maybe update that. And I'll That'll just make me sad. <laughs> what could have been? <laughs> well, what will make everyone sad is I'll just continue to talk about Joe Kelly next week. That won't make anybody sad. <laughs> This is now the free Joe Kelly podcast. That's right. Hashtag. That's the new thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anything else? Let's go, Mets. Go, Royals. Let's stay healthy. That's yes, it. please. I'll, I'll put in uh, sweet transitions to make it look like we didn't have technical difficulties. Yeah, make us look I like pros, wait. Dave. <laughs> all right. Talk to you guys soon. See you guys. Bye.